Hey guys and gals, welcome to a special two-part off-season episode of Gay Grown and I Don't Know. On this episode, we talk about the Black Lives Matter movement as a whole and from the gay perspective. I ask that you sit back, grab a drink, listen, enjoy, and join in on the conversation. Post a comment, send an email, let us know how you feel. Lastly, we would like to thank you for your support and for listening. Because of you, Gay Grown and I Don't Know has touched hearts all across the world, and we are so thankful. Remember, subscribe, and tell a friend. White people, white people. White people, tell their shit up. Burn down Southern Maine. Then up these motherfuckers literally stepped over and I kept on. Play ten a club of about three six five. Profession, nigga. White people, white people. I burned down Saturday. What did you read? What did you write? Darius is getting on my nerves already. <laughs> Why? I think he's engaging. Well, I just got here. So. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. You. Yes. Hey guys, this is James. This is Justin. This is Darius. And you are well, listening let's do that to. Let's do it again. Okay. You sound like the Three Stooges. <laughs> hey, this is James. I'm Justin. I'm Darius. <laughs> what the fuck? You pick your own words. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, well, y'all start. I'm not first. doing it anymore now. <laughs> hey guys, this is Darius. I'm Justin. Yo, 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 this is James. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> a very interesting episode of Gay Grown and I don't know. Today we have a very, very special guest. Hi. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, hey, everybody. My name is Harley, and that's all you need to know. So, okay. That's all you need to know. Period. Murder shit. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Just to get into the topic today. So today we're going to be talking about racial injustices, the divide, and how the LGBTQ community plays a part in the protest, as well as continuing to try and gain this much support from the LGBTQ community. And so feeling neglected by protesters who wouldn't support our LGBTQ rights, but expecting a stance on our part as well. That's a lot. That is a lot. But I think it's a heavy subject, and I think it's one that everybody needs to discuss, or something that needs to be brought out in the air, because it hasn't been. And if I could, I think it's something that we've all discussed in our own little groups, and we've just not been brazen or bold enough to talk about it in public and say it out loud. I would definitely agree. So first, let's talk about how do we feel about the protests and just current events, rioting, looting, and kind of the direction of the protests. I love them. Burn the shit to the ground. Um, several people have said it so beautifully. Trevor Noah said it the best. There was a social contract between us and 
the American society that if I were to do wrong or if somebody was to do wrong to me, there was an authoritative figure that came and mediated and leveled out the situation. The fact that our mediator is actually is also our oppressor and our murderer, the contract's broken. So I no longer have to feel like I am civically binded to any type of social obedience or social compliance at this point. You're killing us. Mm-hmm. So um, somebody actually asked me, how, how do I feel in this moment? And I said, hey, Siri. Play tear the club up by three six five. That's how I feel because it's it's just at this point you don't hear us when we're peaceful. You don't hear us when we're polite and we're intellectual. You don't hear us when we try to meet you at the level that you don't think we're at. So now that I fuck some shit up, now you hear us. Now you hear us, and now now it's oh well this isn't about you know you shouldn't be looting, you shouldn't be rioting. Well. What else do you want? Your the 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 genesis of America was based on looting and rioting mm-hmm. and and conflict. That's all you people know. So now, here we are giving you that same energy, cons- keeping the same consistent energy, and now it's a problem. And I, I love it. Some things I kind of feel like it's kind of reactionary when it comes to. NASCAR or different states taking down Confederate flags and Confederate statues and different things like that because why does it take now that we're tearing shit up for you to make these decisions to put these things into effect when if you knew it wasn't right from before or if you don't even feel that there's nothing wrong with it then why are you taking it down now? Because there is a (coughs) stake on capital Mm -hmm. and um the simplest of phrases. Money talks. And when you infringe on my profit, okay, so now I hear you. I didn't hear you talking about this bullshit before because, okay, y'all, it's just words. Y'all just want something to happen. I'll throw you a couple of dollars you want. Now that you are blocking my income, okay, so now I hear you. So what's up? So how do I make this right? How do I continue to gain support and how do I get the capital back? And um, a lot of people, I think now, unfortunately, it took, you know, to 2020 for people to realize, wow, this Confederate statue is kind of racist. This Confederate flag is kind of oppressive. Let me change the narrative. Let me change the diet, you know, the, um, the tone. My charge to all these corporate companies like Nike, um, Sony just some of the major ones that have come out and made statements, will you continue that same energy mm-hmm. after this is subsided? And I think a lot of people should hold these these companies accountable. Remember when you said, when George Floyd was killed, that we stand in solidarity with black African-American people, so when we don't see that your chairman board or your, your, your cabinet is diverse, don't don't run me a good gamut to keep my to keep my dollar in your business. And I show think, me the change. And I think that when we look six months later, and we continue to try and hold these people accountable for it, we'll figure out that they were conforming to what we wanted or what the grand masses wanted. Because they see now that it's not just black people conforming. Mm-hmm. 
or it's not just black people protesting. Mm-hmm. You have all different races. It's a, it, it's, it's a worldwide gamut. And I think they said that this is the largest protest globally that we have ever seen in life. And um, I think that's amazing. And unfortunately, it took the video representation of somebody being senselessly murdered mm-hmm. to get a global support. And the world is watching, and America has to show up or shut up. So I have a question for you uh-huh. now. Finally, ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has decided to yes. <laughs> take over. <laughs> um, going back to what you said, uh, I believe you said tear the shit up, burn it up. Mm-hmm. So, do you? Okay, I have a couple questions. Do you feel like the only reason that they're taking down the flags? Or they're coming out, a lot of companies supporting Black Lives Matter movement. Is because they've been tearing stuff up? Or do you think it's because they've been protesting as well? I think it's kind of in part on both ends. I think a lot of it is because they see that their assets are in danger. And a lot of people are jumping ahead of that to make sure that they curtail what could be an impending... um, infringement onto their, their their properties, their assets, their collateral, whatever. So I think a lot of times they find themselves jumping ahead and kind of getting ahead of the smoking gun that's already loaded. And then another part of it is that they probably, I think at this point in time, people are actually hearing what African American people have been saying for centuries. Right. You know, uh, one of the late... Um, I can't think of her name for the life of me, but her video is viral. I think it's Kelsey something. But she said, you better be glad that black people are out for equality and not revenge. And that is, that sat so deep with me because it's like, you know, we work in these businesses, we work in these companies where we smile, grit, and grin, and we bear, you know, and I don't don't even think we just consciously think of it because it's just such a subconscious nature for me, you know, like me even working in the airline industry, just to focus and say, you know, I'm I'm beyond the horizon. I don't, I can't isolate every single person that may feel differently um, as an attack against me and still provide a world-class service to you no matter how entitled you may feel. And that's race and gender inclusive. Um, because there's a lot of people that are the same skin color as me that feel that I should be, you know, lenient or lax in regards to certain policies because of the, you know, the unrest, the civil unrest between black and brown people. And, you know, I think a lot of it is a um, crutch for people to try and get over certain policies. So... Personally, I don't think that the looting is. I don't. I don't think that that's positive. Why? Because for several different reasons. First reason on one is people are looting in the name of George Floyd's death, mm-hmm. and I, I don't personally think that that's. I don't know him personally, but I believe the family came out and even said that's not something that he would have wanted. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing it for own personal gain. 
and that's not the message or that we should be we should be focusing on. Um, number two, what if that was, let's say, the airline industry? Industry. What mm-hmm. if they came to the airline and just burnt the whole airline down, and you're out of work for days? That's that's affecting you, even though you know you, you feel how you feel about the protests right. and, and you know with you being black, the stuff is affecting us. But you're out of work for days, and then another thing: all these people out here getting injured. Mm-hmm. Like that's something. See, I think somebody actually lost their eye right. from getting hit with a rubber bullet. Um, I'm all for the protests, right? Because I I feel like it's something definitely needs to be done. And with me working in law enforcement, I, mm-hmm. I completely and wholeheartedly agree. But as far as the going and 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 burning things down, I don't think that Target is has any any um. Where I'm looking for, they don't have any say so over what a police department does. Mm-hmm. Uh, burning down a, a single industry or a couple of businesses, I don't think that's going to have any change on what the police department does. That's something that needs to come from the government itself. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to burn something down. Go burn down these government buildings. Right. Burn down Sally Man. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Please. Do. <laughs> please. Do. Or, 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 what, what is that now? Navian. 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 <laughs> right. Had that that's, that's my idea. <laughs> Look. If you're going to burn something down, burn something down that really is going to yeah, make, make some type of change. Because all these companies are doing is issuing public statements saying that we're going to pledge to do this. Mm-hmm. or And we don't know if they're donating money or not. Right. But... I don't. I don't feel like the looting. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. And then another, one more last point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like when they burnt down the precinct, mm-hmm. uh, I read that there were officers on top of the building, and they had to be, you know, uh, helicoptered off the top of the building, airlifted mm-hmm. off the top of the building, or whatever. What if that? What if their helicopter didn't get there in time? I'm. Not, and that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not taking. Uh, whatever the dude name right. that took his life because he was wrong. Wrong is wrong. Murder is murder. That, but I think it was Officer Chauvin or something Chauvin, like that. Shaman. But I'm not. I'm not gonna advocate for anybody's death right. if it's unwarranted. So, if I can, um, just to kind of, because I totally hear you and I understand, especially with you being in law enforcement. Of course, there is that um, balance of law versus chaos um, with the looting and the rioting I think a lot of people forget that um, we have been systematically oppressed with Reaganomics war on drugs there have been so many things that have been in place so many things even with affirmative action it's just the byproduct of them pacifying their systematic oppression affirmative action things like that that have just said well we know what we're doing, so we're going to allow a certain cap, a, a certain cap or a quota to consider themselves upper echelon and never really be on equitable terms with our non-melanin counterparts. Um, I think a lot of a lot of times we forget that um, in the midst of looting and rioting, the fact that somebody that is of color, um, black or brown, um, a lot of times the people that are taking those opportunities to take something is that we forget that we have our own set of privileges within our own lives and our certain tax brackets, our certain tax incomes or whatever, where we're able to collect, assess, and kind of flaunt 
what we've assessed. So in that moment, in the moment of the riots, in the moment of the looting, for me, if I'm a poor person, I find a moment to be of equal standing, whether that's food secure, whether that's appliance secure, maybe this, you know, this this is the only opportunity where I can have some type of level footing with those of access. Um, I, I kind of see it twofold. I, I can see it being problematic because there have been anarchists that have insinuated and sensationalized the, the point of the looting. And then I see it from poor people's perspectives where they go in and they're like, hey, I can actually run in here to this target, grab some food, and be food secure for my family. And food secure for, you know, for that moment. Whereas I couldn't have had access to that if this not have happened. So it's it's a it's a it's a slippery slope of I don't course. I don't think they're stealing food. I've seen people steal some lampshades. <laughs> but, 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 but also keep in mind that the media will sensationalize and show and so what they want what they want us to see. Exactly. And I, they and want I think, to see black people walking out with a 50 or 60 inch screen TV. Right. And, and that's what they want because they want the picture to be that black people are taking things and they're taking unnecessary to an things and they're doing it to an, like you said to an extreme so that's when they go to that point of okay well we're going to show this footage of this black man taking this 60 or 70 inch tv versus this single black mother who may be in here taking bread and milk for her bread kid. and milk a comforter set pillows a lamp right you know these are things that people don't have access to because what is our choice sometimes in these lower income families I either have to pay my bills or I have to feed my family. Mm -hmm. You know, when the fact that we um, as a community have learned to manage debt is a problem. Yes. The fact that I have to, you know, unless within certain brackets and, you know, fortunately for me, I've been in, I've been employed to a company where I don't have to make these decisions often, mm -hmm. but I've made these decisions before where it's like, do I pay my car note? Do I pay my insurance? Do I actually buy food for the week? You know, how do I manage my overdraft account? You know, like the fact that I'm managing debt is a problem in the black society. And I think the looting, you know, the looting and the rioting and all of that stuff, the physical, this is stuff that we don't own. We don't own our grocery stores. We don't own our neighborhoods. We don't own Target. We don't own these things. So, if you are so comfortable, and the, and the fact that the country was comfortable and able to give a $1,200 stimulus mm -hmm. to people that made under, I think it was 75000 mm -hmm. the fact that you were able to hand that out. With no problem. With, but you still with really, with really no, red, with, right, right. With no literal red tape that they just had to cross, mm -hmm. you know. The fact that you were able to give that out so easily and carelessly, well, or freely, I'm not going to say carelessly because we needed it. God knows I need it. I need it. Run me my Trump check. Shout out to Nene Leaks. I'm here for my Trump check. But, you know, the fact that you all were able to give it, it just puts you in the truth and it really just took the rose glasses off to see how this country could have, should have, and could have been taken care of its people a long time ago. So you mean to tell me that this is accessible? 
However, we're questioning education in our communities. We're questioning defunding the police at this time. We're questioning how what what allotment it means to cancel student loan debt. We're we're questioning the means why where does this money come from? Where does this money easily you are able to give an entire country twelve hundred dollars, millions of people twelve hundred dollars, which is to me change in a bucket. Right. Because when you compare to actual right, so comparison to what you could have done, so don't you can miss me with that. Burn the shit up, because <laughs> that's the only way you gonna hear me. So we do have some different aspects on burning the shit up, or just some different aspects of we may not need to burn the shit up. So let's talk, so let's talk about the peaceful protest. Well, James, did you have anything to add on to that? No. I mean, you didn't get a chance to talk. No. I have nothing to add on to the rioting. <laughs> so let's move on to the. No, 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 no. So, how do you feel about it? Do you yeah. feel like they should be looting and rioting, or how do you feel? I feel like people should do what they feel. If that's what you want to do, then do that. If that's what you're experiencing in that moment, then do that. Yeah, that's my stance on it. If that's what you feel, and do it. So, for the peaceful protesting, on my part, I'm more for the peaceful protesting because when it comes to my occupation, I can't call my assistant director and say, hey, I'm in jail because I'm being... Pro-. Like, mm-hmm. I can't... Like, that, that's a whole different ball game for mm-hmm. me. And it goes into a lot more things that are more in-depth and more serious, being that I work with kids, I work in a professional role. So I'm not able to go out there and I'm not able to tear this shit up and burn this shit down and do all this other stuff. So how is it for y'all in the same aspect? And you know what? And, and Even with me and my occupation, I still have to be cautious. Mm-hmm. I still have to be aware. I can't say things or do things in light of what I represent. Mm-hmm. And um, I, as a business person, I understand mm-hmm. because that could be an inconvenience on you and your revenue and your people that you are, you know, because at, at the end of the day, all you're looking for is profit. Right. So however I feel and how you can understand that and empathize with that, but understand, I, I, I understand that you have to make a dollar at the end of the day. Yes. Cool. I'm all for that. I love the peaceful protests. It again just destroys and obliterates the stereotype that all black people want to be is aggressive and tear the club up and you know and I, I say that metaphorically, of course. Um do we need to tear the club up? I feel in some instances we do. Yes. But you know, um I think there's the right people for attending. Absolutely, and there's a role for every. Not every protest, and not everybody that are that that is in the movement mm-hmm. are actively aggressive to that fence. You have those people that want that. You have those people, and they understand the risk. They understand the um, the risk of being arrested. They understand the risk of being detained. They understand the risk of spending twelve hours in jail waiting for somebody to um, post bail. And things of that nature. So you have those people. You also have the people that aren't really just about that life. However, they can funnel financially. They can finance. You have the people that are 
maybe not as financial, but they have a social media presence. Mm -hmm. So they use their platform to protest. And then you have another sect of people that are, you know, maybe not really just social medialy out there, but they want to help. So they're the caravanners. They're the medics. They're mm -hmm. the people that bring water. They're the people that, you know, so every, not, the, I went to a training seminar, so to speak, about this. And to see, it, it blew my mind. Mm -hmm. Just to see how many different avenues a person Which could protest right. in the field where you're not seeing what the media shows and you're actually seeing that it takes several types of people to actually it takes make a lot this. Of different puzzles, yeah. Absolutely. It takes several components. Not everybody can be up front antagonizing the police mm -hmm. or, you know, just saying what they need to say. Then you have your people that are medics, you have your people that are financial, you know. That are ready with the bail monies and right. the bonds and ready to get the people out of jail for being detained for peacefully protesting because that's what's happening in Memphis. Right. They're detaining people for peacefully protesting. I, you know, I've seen it firsthand. And even with the protest, that was something that within itself was a pill for me to swallow mm -hmm. because I do have bias to straight black males. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know... With my duality as a black and gay person, I don't weigh one over the other. Mm -hmm. You know, that was always something that I've always juggled with because it's like, how can I want to support a movement when at you times. You can even support me. Yeah, when at times the movement the doesn't support me. Right. right. And I think that's interesting because I was actually listening to this radio segment the other day and they were talking to and they were saying um, not everybody has to be the upfront riders. Or everybody mm -hmm. has to be the upfront protesters. Sometimes you just have to know your role and how your role is important in the movement that we're having right now. And I really thought about it. I was like, yeah. I said, you can't feel bad because you're not out there tearing shit up or you're not out there, you know, even being the peaceful sitting ones. You may be one of the ones that have to be behind the scenes organizing everything, talking to maybe some of the councilmen or maybe the mayors or some of the um, government elected fish officials and making sure that everything goes right to make sure that everything is peaceful or make sure everything is, you know, in its place and in its right in that moment. So I definitely feel like everybody has a role somewhat and we have to learn what our role is mm -hmm. in that situation. How do you guys feel about the peaceful protests? <laughs> James um, while we're um, you've been mighty quiet to me I've been listening mostly um, waiting for something to spark nothing has really like sparked for me on the I'm, I'm here on for the, the peaceful protest I'm definitely here um, for the peaceful protest I would rather it be more peaceful than the, the violent mm -hmm. uh, looting and rioting and because I uh, personally, I don't want to see anybody get injured um, on either side. And um, you can call me whatever you want, but you know, um, that's I'm not about anyone getting injured. Or I appreciate so, that. You know, just the safety yeah. of our people. And if you else. if you you're doing wrong, you're doing wrong. And if these officers out here. And they're hitting people in the face and push. I saw one video, and, and and don't get me wrong, I've seen a lot of videos on Facebook 
of these protests going around the U.S. and these officers that are. I saw one where they pushed this old man down. He cracked his head open. Yes. And I the same, so yeah. the uh, one officer comes to get him up, and the same officer that pushed him down realized he was an old-ass man when he came and tried to come over and get him. I said, I would have hit his ass across the head with that cat. <laughs> uh, but uh, see, uh, but, I, I think we saw two different videos. So long ago. I no. saw a video where this old man. Did he have he, a cane? He, he walked up to the officers and they pushed him down. He fell back, hit his head, started bleeding on the concrete, and they mm-hmm. literally just walked past him. Okay, like, well, this was two different videos. Because the one I saw, another one came and tried to help him up. And then once the other guy realized he was old, I guess he was like, fuck. And he right. came over and tried to help him up. That's you know, these motherfuckers out. literally stepped over him and kept walking. Yeah. Wow. Um, I saw some down here in Memphis. Uh, they were downtown protesting. And it's this one guy. Uh, something Alton Jr. or somebody Jr. Uh, it's a black dude and uh, he ended up getting arrested one night. Not sure why he got arrested, but uh, he, remember the night I told y'all about they were at the uh, intersection of Germantown right there by the butcher shop? Oh my and God. And I was like, I'm oh, glad. Yeah. They, cause oh, I actually Jesus. saw that video. He started that. Down. He was down there with a whole bunch of white people. Yeah, that's what I and, was thinking. That they, yeah. were, they were all And that's why people. I was like, I'm glad we came on through because the day I was having, yeah, it wouldn't have been good. Was it this guy? At, something Junior. No, no, no. Something. Oh, hey, I can pull him up. Some Something Junior. Hold on. Let me see. But um, I'm here for the peaceful protest. I'm all for it. Um, I'm, I'm definitely down for the peaceful, peaceful protests. Um, I mostly fear for my people. Right. That's what it is. Um, I just don't want anybody to get hurt. I mean, they're already out there, like, killing us and injuring us, knocking over a 75-year-old man. Right. Like, it, it, it's serious out there. Darren Jr. Abstin. So he's been, he's, I don't know if he's an activist or what, but he started, um... He got arrested one night when he was downtown somewhere, and he was pissed about it. And I guess he's just been on his you know, speaking. Well, I yeah. definitely want to say, and of course, by no means do I speak for any of the Black Lives Matter movements that have been here in Memphis or anything of that capacity. Um, I think a lot of people, when you do come down there, you understand that you're taking a certain risk. Mm-hmm. You understand that there is a financial risk. You understand that there is a risk of um, detainment. You understand that there's a risk of physical harm. Um, I think what troubles me about the peaceful protests that have happened is that there's no protection from the people that are called to protect and serve. However... What do you mean? When it comes to, like, opposing ideals, like, um, the one that I witnessed, uh, was a protest when they were blocking, uh, when they were, um, protesting on Union. There was a neo-Nazi group that actually came to be, inst- that, that came to purposely instigate that protest. Mm-hmm. The police department protected them versus... Telling them to leave. Versus telling them to leave, they allowed them to say what they needed to say. They allowed them to feel however they needed to feel. They even allowed them to almost, I guess to a point, get physically involved. Because after a point, and that's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. um, To where there was a video of a girl, um, Caucasian woman of 
of all things, you know, with them being the second most endangered species next to the albino Bengal tiger. Um, basically standing there and one of the riot um, police officers just came and like, just like the woman caught air, how hard they pushed her. And so it was just, it's, it's amazing how these um, domestic terrorists, as they should be defined, um, alt-right, neo-Nazi, Ku Klux Klan, how these people should be considered domestic terrorists, um, are able to come and have protection versus somebody that's basically blocking a street, voicing, you know, countless opinions and countless feelings of oppression and you know the, the 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 grievance of police brutality, and I I, I find that just I, I I just it's amazing, and it's you know not surprising all in the same token, how they allow protection for something that's something like neo Nazis, and not for the Black Lives Matter movement. I I haven't seen personally um any videos of that. Uh, not saying it didn't happen, I've but I do, I have seen a couple videos where with the peaceful protesting, you'll have people that come in and try to, you know, antagonize or instigate. And the protesters are like, no, we're not doing it this here. You know, we, this is a peaceful protest. Right. And they've put them like out of the picture. I have seen a couple videos like that. I've seen videos where protesters actually start people from like trying to go into another store and and um steal shit i've seen them literally like stand in front of the store and like block the black dudes people. no it was like a black girl who had oh, like okay. some type of pole and she was standing there and then other people came and joined her and were like holding their hands up blocking mm -hmm. people from trying to get into the target so let me ask y'all this with these these uh private business owners because i saw this one video and i was here for it i mean i i i i i, I, I I was on the, the, the owner's side, so uh, I guess he got word that they were trying to you know break into his business and stuff, and he pulled up with his shotgun. Yes. What do y'all feel about that? I'm here. I don't know what. You worked hard for that. You know what? You work when you get to that point, and especially you know for, for people of color, show up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Show up. Be, be the one to protect your assets. Mm -hmm. Because as you can see, and it, 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 again, it boils down to... The police not protecting and serving these people that are in place. Right. I think as Why? far as on that notion, the police are scared and they're not going to come into these areas where Agreeable. stuff is looted. It. So you have to protect your own stuff. But again, look how and, and again, I can't speak on law enforcement and you know, um, love and light to them. However, in this moment, you you, you gotta you gotta figure out where you're where you draw the line in the sand. Because a lot of times we're so we're so built on saving our comrades that we forget, we blur the lines of what's right and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think right. a lot of the time is that we see these things happen with police brutality and you have a partner. You have multiple officers. Check this nigga. And, and that's, that's race why, inclusive. That's, that's, that's why what the other ones got arrested. Absolutely. The ones that out there with us. Like, the like, why are you not checking these people? Why are right. you not putting? Why are you not putting your badge down and picking up your humanity mm -hmm. and saying, "Look, 
No, like, you no, gotta no, chill no. the fuck Get out. The fuck off the hell. Like, right. If it's one of my friends and I know you're about to do something completely, totally, utterly fucking stupid, I'm gonna say, Justin, you need to calm the fuck down. Because at the end of the day, this is gonna affect me as well. Because if you go to jail with some shit for doing some shit stupid, guess who's gonna be up all night doing some stupid shit with you, having to get you out of jail and all that? See, I can't do that. I'm loyal. I'm really loyal. I, look, you you want to be with it, not with it, but I'm gonna tell you after the damage is done no, and after the fire has subsided. Let me tell you something. I gotta be this like this man right here. Stupid. He called one night. He was like. I'm in jail and you need to come and fucking get me. I was like, what the fuck did you do? And I was like, hold on. I got to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do for your bail money. Because I got to come up there and fucking get you. He, and then he played for like 10 moments. He was like, I'm just fucking playing. I'm and see, it ain't even, see, for me, I'm like, where you at? What's going on? Let me grab my purse. I'm on my way. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm. But I'm you know ready. something? I, it, not. I did something similar to uh, one of the castmates uh, who fell ill at one point, and I had to be to work, and they told me they needed to, you know, go to the doctor because they were ill, and and I was all there for, I was like, okay, fuck, 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 let me, let me see what I'm going to tell these folks. I said, Lord have mercy. I was like, all right. I just called, I was like, look, I, I ain't coming. I, I'm just going to be, I, I, I'm going to be late. I got to take a friend to the hospital. I just can't do it. But, you know. There for your comrades. You have to be, and you I think to, we, we have what to have those cast member out. was that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what time. What, thank what you, thank you, Justin. Thank you. I really appreciate you All right, being guys, there for so me. That's a lot of insight on the riding, the looting, the direction of the protest, and kind of how we feel about it. So the next thing I'll kind of want to move into is. The support for the LGBT I could really quick just say love and light to everybody that's out there protesting that's doing the work. Yes, yes, thank you. Love and light to you all. Rather it be for a photo op, rather it be for actual mm-hmm. justice, rather it actually be for something transformative and changing. We send love and light to you all because you are putting yourself at risk, right? For whatever reason, we just hope it's for the right one. Right. Be safe. I have be a quick safe. question for the table. Um, has anybody here protested? Okay. Much to my chagrin. Cannot. You cannot. I cannot. It was profession, nigga. (laughs) They told you that you couldn't? That's just common. I mean, I'm saying you can't go down there and peacefully protest. Like they did a silent uh, silent sit in. Who I work for? (laughs) You can't protest. You can't protest. If I was working for maybe. I don't know how I'm. I'm thinking there may be a little bit more lax, but I don't think so. But you. But where I'm at now, hell, fuck no. But where he's at now, no, it's not no. too many more places that <laughs> people think. Um, with me, I haven't he's done so any protesting messy. because it's just like I can't. In the profession that I am, that I'm in, and looking at my bosses, looking at my assistant director, looking at my director. They're looking at certain expectations of me. I cannot go to jail. And I'm all for the peaceful sit-ins and different things like that. If I know about them beforehand and I'm able to plan ahead of time and go to them, then yes, I'm all for that. Um, There was actually one night, like maybe last week, week before last, it was not too long ago. They did a peaceful sit-in at, you were talking to me, 
No, maybe that was another family. You were, uh, we were sitting and we were watching <laughs> it, <thinking>. and um, <laughs> we were sitting and we were watching it, and it was actually <laughs> at was the not me. it was actually at the Civil Rights Museum. That definitely and, um, was not me. And we were sitting and we were watching it, and you know, I was like, I wish I could be down there. You know, that's something peaceful, but for me, I can't do the. I can't do the tearing shit up and all the other stuff. I disagree. I and, can I, do and, it. and a lot and, and so if I can be clear. I could test some shit up. A lot if I can be clear, a lot of the movements specifically in Memphis are not about hashtag to Oh no, yeah, yeah, it's not. So um I think a lot of times I feel like we should challenge I feel like we should challenge our corporates. You you consider me an asset. Mm-hmm. You hired me, you consider me some you you consider me of value otherwise you wouldn't have hired me right so if you're if you're with me that means you're with my politics you're with how i stand on certain things mm-hmm. i think that there's nothing wrong with you asking or even challenging that fact because at the end of the day i understand it. a business is a business and sometimes you can't outwardly express under that light of where you work. So I totally get it. For people that cannot do it, mm-hmm. don't. Don't put yourself, you don't have to physically protest. Or like you said, that's not There's, your role. That's not There's your role. There's you other avenues and platforms that you can stand upon. And right. I think what we should do as black people in these positions should ask our, you know, just see what 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 is the avenue? Because I do feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I should be silenced because of it's because of it's a because it's a paycheck or because it's my workplace. Oh, because it's my workplace. They want approve of it. Yeah, and, I definitely you know, agree with I, I think you know finding finding your 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 ground in the sand because it's shifting and it moves and it's not fermented and there's no real structural mm-hmm. foundation. Um, Finding your way in the sand is definitely an effective way. And I think a lot of people would be surprised. I asked my boss. I'm going to actually be a cover on um, one of my airline's um, magazines. Well, mm-hmm. their e-newsletter. It, not only talking about my gayness, but also talking about my blackness. And these two things correlate thank you you know but whatever but I think you know I think those things are correlating that you can't accept my gayness without my blackness I'm sorry point blank period like you you can't accept one without the other so moving on to that that kind of I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry you want to move on so bad (laughs) (laughs) because this is the next topic do me a favor ask is there anything anybody else needs to add is there anything anybody else needs to add Tonight, you guys, we have an audience who's, who's listening in live in the studio with us here at Gay Grown and I Don't Know. Say any names, <laughs> so I feel like they should chime in. Let you know this. Somebody wanted to over there because he was all itching. agreeing. He was itching for it, and we're telling him to come with it. Step into the light. And we're telling him to come with it. Um, I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Number one, how do y'all feel about white people 
actually protesting with us. I saw a video with this lady. I love that shit. Well, well, hold on. I saw. I, I do too. And I saw this video. This lady, she she uh, posted, and she was saying that you know. Um, she don't think change will happen until white people step up on the front lines mm-hmm. uh, to try to change the racism and the, the the racial injustice that's going on here. And I completely agree. How do you feel about them protesting? And how do you feel about? And I've seen a couple of videos, especially the one. Have you seen the one with the bow and arrow? Yeah. And you notice who was whooping his ass. Those was not the first black person in yes, sight. There was nobody that, that was black. It was an older it was white on guy. My page. Yeah. It was an older yes, white guy. I shared all the like, videos. He, was he had a bow and arrow and a knife. And they whooped his ass and, and set his car on yeah. fire. And he was like, there was two black guys. Yes. There was two black guys that attacked me. There was nobody Completely lied. How do y'all feel about um the fact that white people protesting? And the fact that there is a lot of videos I've seen where white people are tearing shit up and trying to make it seem like it's somebody black doing it. I love that shit because I feel like <laughs> both of them. <laughs> yes, because I, I feel like. Did you hear oh, the last what? I said white oh, people tearing God. shit up and trying to make it seem like it was somebody black doing. Oh it. no! See, I like the fact that white people are tearing shit up because it's actually showing them we can see that it's not black people. Um, if you bring the right light to it, in some instances, they have also brought light to that it's the police doing the shit. But you got undercover uh, cops out here doing the shit. You got white people out here doing the yeah. shit. But I also think you do have to have those white people out there on the front line, like on Jonathan Parkway when they did the shit that they did uh, last week. Now I feel like that shit was they should have did something different. For. They should have did something that was totally Maybe different that's... from what they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, at the same time, it's taking this country mm-hmm. to look at. Okay, we've got white and black people, Latinos, everything protesting. Now we need to make a difference because otherwise, when it was just the black people, or if if it was just African Americans, there was no change happening. I love it. Seriously. So this is what I, if I can. White um, people tend to really shit up. There is, I feel like there, if, of all things, there should be a balance. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that there are several um, Caucasian Americans that have risen above the call of duty to show solidarity, to show respect, to show that they are learning they're privileged and they're learning how to use it properly. Um, I love the fact that they are owning up to that and they're taking the following role versus the leadership role, which is amazing. However, there is a contrast to that where you have a lot of white people that just want to be white people, white peopling. And <laughs> That's caring thing, you know. That's that's the light of their anarchy. That is the light of systematic systematic oppression. That is the light of just freeing the beast on whatever tangible project, you know, product they can find put their hands on. For our melanin deficient brothers and sisters that are actually genuinely out there for the cause, I salute you. I appreciate you. I hope that the energy is consistent before, during, and after the protest. Um, Don't have us as a 
guilt it's something like a guilt equilibrium Mm -hmm. like you know oh I supported the protest so now I'm no longer racist so now I can kind of I have three black friends that I've met there's a cleanse of white guilt I just want to say can you can you do an ad lib of white people white peopling what? <laughs> white people, white people. And I think that needs to be an ad-lib. But also, if you, if, you, if you are unaware, there's a lot of white women, particularly, that are saying um, with their signs, with their voices, that I suck black dick. I've seen it. I've seen it. I support the Black I've Lives Matter it. movement, baby. I've no, you that. don't. You support the fetishism and you're trying to right. rationalize it. Right. And I don't agree with that. I've seen I that. don't agree with the automatic fuck shit up because a lot of times that didn't come from black people. And I like the fact that, you know, in today's society where we are so invested in a social media age that we're able to capture the truth of a lot of elements that are within those protests that are not necessarily for that specific moment. Mm-hmm. So, um, love and light to the ones that are genuinely out there wanting to learn, wanting to re-educate themselves, and wanting to actually put their financial privilege, which was not earned but given to a greater cause for those that are um, marginalized. Much love to you. However, to the mother bitches, fuck them. And to the mother niggas, and niggas is race inclusive. Fuck Y'all can go on somewhere. <laughs> I don't need you. So, I don't um, want nobody fucking Right. Y'all know she came out with a new song. <clears throat> Jennifer Lewis. Oh. I don't know. Get your knee off my neck. I <laughs> have not seen that. Are you serious? It's really good. Wow. That's I'm amazing. Really Is Brandy in that with her? Really good. No, she's oh, by herself. herself. So, did anybody have really anything good. else that they wanted to add to protests or that, the direction of protests or anything that we just talked about? Find your place in the world. Find your place in the world. Yes. Find your place in the world and don't be the one that's silent from the conversation. Right. Be a voice. Be some voice. Just because you're not the front line voice doesn't mean that you're not a voice. So, James, did you have anything? No, so James. I did not. Oh, you've been knighted. Sir. Sir. And even in this time, guys, we still have to have a little fun. You know. So, next thing, next thing I wanted to talk about was Support for the LGBTQ community from the Black Lives Matter movement and the advocates, or lack thereof. Are you referring to like during this during this this time, during any time? Oh, there is not just this. Not just you saying any time, any time. Oh, the greatest irony is that the Black Lives Matter movement was founded by lesbian women Mm -hmm. in the midst of Trayvon Martin. In the midst of Eric Garner, Sandra Bland. And then, I mean, we can name them all night. However, (laughs) the greatest irony of the Black Lives Matter movement has transformed and has focused on the lives of cisgendered straight black males. I get it. 
is they they are the most oppressed, and unfortunately, they have the they have been the ones that have been victims to police brutality, to systematic oppression, not to cancel out Sandra Bland, Brianna Taylor, Ayana, who was our trans woman of color, but in in subcategories and I and I want to be clear that this doesn't necessarily narrate or direct the Black Lives Matter movement, but you have people in certain you have people in certain movements in certain segments of the city that will not support the LGBTQ plus involvement, support or leadership due to the fact of their sexual identity or a sexual preference. Mm -hmm. And that within itself is a contradiction. Mm -hmm. It is a problem. And it's something that needs to be thrown into the hat. And not necessarily as somebody so poetically, and I say that sarcastically as much as humanly possible, said that that is a in-house community issue. Mm -hmm. And that that should wait after the fact that we have been liberated from what we are focused on in the current times. I have a problem with this one. <laughs> I have a huge problem with this one. Can I be real for a moment? I think. No, not on gay grown, and I don't know. You cannot be real. <laughs> I really possible. I really think that it's only in favor of support for LGBTQ communities, for Black Lives, not really Black Lives Matter, but for actual African American lives to be in support for us. I think All it's in their favor. Black Lives Matter. I think it's in their favor to support us when it's in their favor. Any other time, if it's not in their favor, they're not going to support. Right. They're not going. To, they're not going to say straight black male. Straight black males. Are. I've never seen straight black males support uh, gay males. I'm not going to limit that to. I'm it's not, not gonna, all. I'm not just saying. Right. I, I have personally lies. never seen that. I I've seen know, in my experience. I'm not gonna lie. In my experience, I've had more straight. I've had straight black men champion for me when I didn't need it, mm-hmm. uh, and when I've needed it. Um, as an artist in this city, um, there's a lot of times where I've had to change the narrative of how I show up and how I represent myself. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people didn't didn't give me the benefit of the doubt until I opened my mouth as a singer right. mm-hmm. and as an artist and as a professional. Um, a lot of people were taken aback by my... It, 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 it just amazes me because it's like I've had to show to white people what I've had to show to straight black people. Right. My intellect, my professionalism. Like, you know, I don't come as what the media sensationalizes me to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am overtly feminine. Yes, I am overtly queer. Yes, I am overtly black. But this phrase that always settles in my mind and burns me to my core is that I'm black first, then I'm gay or queer or lesbian or whatever. 
And I think the problem with that is, and I think the problem with a lot of gay, black, or LGBTQ plus people is that we allow that that um, that mantra or that to, behavior, or, or that behavior right. to 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 even question or consider that one weighs more than the other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a problem within the black gay community is that we allow our counterparts to say that you should support, you should support us because you're black first mm-hmm. instead of having equal footing and um or not even asking asking or making the statement that when they say things like you should support us because we're black no you should support me because I'm gay and I'm black and not that I want anything to do with you but this is me and I'm a black person right. and just because I'm gay doesn't mean I'm any different from you or I have any stigma against me but I do at the end right. of the day because that's something that you created when Ayana the trans woman of color in Minneapolis was attacked by 30 people mm-hmm. because it was male and female over a fender bender mm-hmm. in the same city state that George Floyd was murdered. Mm-hmm. And the fact that a lot of people had the audacity and the mitigated gall to say that we shouldn't focus on this because it's a distraction from where we're trying to get. That the black gay the the, the black gay experience is a in-house community issue and should be dealt after the fact that after the fact of us liberating ourselves from the current focus of police brutality from our counterparts. And my thing is that that shit makes me mad because at the same time, you can't say that we need to focus on one thing first. Well, you motherfuckers can't even focus on somebody who is black, but they're just different from you. Mm -hmm. Instead of you being able to say, I'm going to learn how to not conform, but be okay with somebody being different from me because that's the same thing that I'm racially profiled for, for just being different. And you do that same thing inside your own fucking community that you attack somebody that's gay or that's transgender or that's just a part of the LGBTQ community. And you say that we're going to attack them, but at the same time, you don't want to be attacked for being different. Right. How do you feel? Baby, attack me because it's, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be I mean, but at the same time, but this is a this is a woman. If you saw the video, you could not like she could not even defend herself. She's in a I haven't seen the video with twenty five to thirty but people. This is twenty five to thirty people would have been shot. She was on the ice cream machine. Basically, it was a fender bender. And from what I've gotten from multiple multitudes of videos and different accounts, is that there was a fender bender where she hit somebody's car as she got out. She said, fuck your car or something to the effect of, but the reaction in the midst of what's going on now is that the fact that those people that attacked that woman are more than likely the same people that got up out of their beds and got up out of their houses and protested for the brutality of an opposing race. But you sat there and oppressed and attacked a woman 
that's different from you. That's different from you. Words. That you don't I that you don't accept or identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. And let's get something. I think there's a big difference between protest and riot mm-hmm. because the motherfuckers that were out there that were attacking it is her. A big difference. The motherfuckers that were attacking her, they were rioters. <gasps> no, no, I no, 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 no. Let's call it what it is. I think that I think we should really honestly believe that. I, I think that we should honestly say that they were protesters. Don't call them rioters because we 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 go to a level of violence and anarchy. There are protesters that are equally violent and equally of the anarchist persuasion. Mm-hmm. And I think that we, we lose that fact that we want to make them more volatile than what they were. These are the same people, these are the same men and women that will put on their boots, put on their all-black attire, raise their black fists, mm-hmm. wear their kente cloth, and come out and say... This is wrong. You shouldn't be fight. You should police shouldn't be killing us, and this is that and the third. But then turn around and kill a transgender woman because they don't want their secret to come out. The fact that they fuck off with you know mm-hmm. um, transgender transgender men and women. Mm-hmm. That is a problem. Don't fetishize us for your convenience and then kill us for your secret. Or kill us for your embarrassment. Or kill us for your oh, right or or whatever or whatever. You should have the same energy. To protest, like there should be the same outrage for us when that woman got her ass beat mm-hmm. by thirty people, a mob, just like the Ku Klux Klan came through Tulsa, just like how white people came through Rosewood, just like how they all came and have done these things to black people. So if you have a problem with mob type bullshit, it should be across the board. Not just when you wanted to fit right because black lives matter and not transgender lives matter or gay lives matter or lesbian lives matter. All black lives matter. All black lives matter. See, I told you. Have you seen the video? Yes, I saw it about two, two and a half weeks ago. I saw it came out not too long after the whole George Floyd situation happened. It's Y'all humbling. wonder why I, I carry all the time. This is, this is why. This is why. Because it would have been so many shot up fucking people in Listen. There. Oh, yes. They would have scattered. Listen. Like roaches. Okay. The light turned yeah, okay. On. Listen. I got a whole tell, 18 clip in the car and tell, my other one carries 16. If I can tell any black gay person that I run into, I honestly feel at this point in time, we should all be invested with the right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. This concludes part one of Gay Grown and I Don't Know Black Lives Matter movement. Please stay tuned for part two.